G'day and welcome to The Grass is Greener. My name is Tim Henry, I'm a financial advisor in Melbourne. And every week my guests and I dissect your everyday challenges. We'll get you clearer on your goals and give you financial tips to make it happen. G'day, thanks for joining our Planning Your Retirement series. Hope you're relaxed wherever you're listening to this. We are talking to various companies about their products and specifically products that can help generate or their features are very helpful for generating a tax-effective income in retirement. Obviously, super is a very, very powerful vehicle for that. We've chatted about that in previous episodes, but wanted to, over these next couple of weeks, talk about some other products that can also play a great supporting role in that goal. So today we have Felipe Arroyo from Generation Life. Felipe is the the general manager at Generation Life and Generation Life are a company that deal in investment bonds in Australia. Felipe and I, you know, the investment bonds are not uh, the most straightforward thing to to understand. So we spent a, a fair bit of time talking about what they are and and how their tax structure is helpful in this situation where you're, you're trying to generate a tax effective and even a tax-free income uh, later on in life. They are definitely a great vehicle for that. Uh, investment bonds are a really great vehicle for lots of different um, objectives, but it certainly works well in this retirement objective. Uh, we also touched on some areas uh, or current situation I guess in Australia with some changes to superannuation rules and and how that might play into investment bonds being fairly attractive. Enjoy the chat with Felipe Arroyo. If you haven't done so yet, hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Welcome to The Grass is Greener, Felipe Arroyo. How are you Felipe? Tim, I'm doing incredibly well. Thank you so much for having me in the podcast. And thank you for pronouncing my surname correctly. <laughs> so thank you. I know you've been practicing yes. and it shows. So, so thank you very much, Tim. Well, and the good thing is I did it the first time, even though we've just done it before we press record me quite a few times practicing, but it's good. It's actually a nice <laughs> feeling to speak a little bit of Portuguese. Um, well, let's um, touch on that because um, – Felipe, you are from Brazil. Um, you come on to have, have am, a chat with us about investment bonds and and how it can be used either as an alternative to super or with super, in concert with super. But love for you to tell our listeners a bit about yourself, um, both pers- personally and professionally. And professionally, beautiful. Uh, Tim, thank you. And what a great segue, right? With a surname <laughs> like Araújo, it's a dead giveaway that, that I'm not from Australia. But I have lived in Australia for the last 21 years, believe it yes, or not. Yes, fantastic. I came uh, originally, Tim, as an 18-year-old. Um, I used to swim. Um, and at that point in time, Australia was very well known worldwide for the leading dolphin squad that, oh, that just right. absolutely dominated the, the world stage. Um, I was invited to come and train in Australia. Um, I thought it was absolutely the perfect stepping stone for me to leave Brazil, 
The idea team at the time was that I would come to Australia for a few months, I would learn English, and then I'll go and start my college university in the States, which is, right? Because yeah. obviously, I mean, in Brazil, it's so close to, to the States. It's the common route for Brazilians. It's where most Brazilians go um, to, to do their, their tertiary education. But I fell in love with the country, too. Oh, Who can blame me, right? I fell in love with the country, um, which I then led me to do my, my double degree in, in Australia, in Melbourne at RMIT. Um, and then I met my now wife, um, and the, the rest is history. Oh, that's and great. I, great story. Um, well, it's not unusual, but there is a lot. I know that um, from Leandro, who works in our business, there's still a lot that he misses about Brazil, but I, I remember the one thing that he did say when he came out here is there's just so much space <laughs> and not so many people. <laughs> and not so many people. And that is so true. And and one of the things that will never cease to amaze me is that Melbourne, right? I mean, it is Australia's largest city these days as we've surpassed Sydney. Yeah. Um, but everyone has got, you know, there's there's a lot of space. There's a lot of opportunities to, to buy a house. I live in a house where in Brazil, you know, you live in a in a high-rise apartment. Yeah. So it's very unusual, you know, for the city to be as dispersed as, as Melbourne is. Um, and when you go down the coast during summer, I'm not brave enough like you are, Tim, to go down the coast during winter. So I, I, I save myself for the summer months. Yep. Um, but when you go down the coast, again, right, where you just look around you and, and you may not see anyone around yeah. you. That, again, very unusual for no, Brazil. Brazil's got a very large population. <laughs> um, I miss Brazil, but I, I'm very happy and proud to call Australia home. And now with, with the kids, uh, you know, it's creating more roots than, than ever before and certainly not, not thinking about moving back to, to Brazil anytime soon. Yeah, cool. And tell us a little bit about um, your role uh, at Generation Life. So at Generation Life, I'm the general manager of three business units. So I look after our distribution team, which is our sales team, their business development managers, whose primary focus is to educate financial advisors around the country on the benefits of our two products, being the investment bond and our lifetime annuity. The second business unit that I look after is our marketing team. And very much so to link to the distribution team, the marketing role at Generation Life focuses around empowering financial advisors and their distribution team with collaterals, with information that facilitates that transition of, you know, someone not understanding what an investment bond is to someone understanding all the strategies and all benefits of both the investment bond as well as the lifetime annuity. Yep. And lastly, the world of operations. We still are very proud, Tim, on the fact that we still have everyone in-house. So we have our client services, we've got administration, we've got a fun accounting teams here at the head office at 447 Collins Street. Um, it's a growing team and we're proud of the fact that we've got everyone here. It is certainly one of our key differentials in, in the marketplace. But because the three units ultimately, if you're to think about it, have a, a touch point with our final clients, which obviously no team we're lucky to have use yeah. at times recommend a, an investment bond when, when it's obviously not the right fit for a client. Um, with the three units have got that touch point to a client. They are all up to myself so that we can implement a client centricity across all areas of generational life. Oh, beautiful. Well, um, I know that we... Yeah, we do get that sense from Generation Life and uh, it's very client-centric and 
um, our clients, yeah, they, they do enjoy the interaction with the portal and that sort of thing. Um, well, yeah. let's start, Felipe, on... Um, before we discuss how we could use investment bonds, let's start with a brief explanation of investment bonds because we have yeah. had Laura Salisbury on the show before, but um, there's many uses for investment bonds, but I think it's really important just to um, yeah, really just have a, a quick crash course on what it actually is. Yeah, no, absolutely. And Laura did a really good job on our podcast with you, Tim. Look, investment bonds, there is a lot of misdemeanors actually attached to the world of investment bonds, starting with the fact that most people think of it as a fixed interest asset yeah. class, right? Straight away, you think about, it, oh, it's a, it's a corporate bond. It's a government bond. There's a lockup period and a very low rate of return. Matter of fact, it could not be further from the truth. Yeah. Uh, what may surprise some of your listeners is that investment bonds have been around for a very long time. They're very similar to superannuation, Tim, if you, if you don't mind. I always find it easier to understand what it is when comparing to superannuation yeah. because there's a lot of similarities between the two. In essence, an investment bond is a tax structure, right? Very similar to superannuation. Superannuation, I like to say, it's the most tax-effective vehicle in Australia right now, investment bonds, you know, a close second to that of superannuation. We'll go into detail of what does that mean. But investment bonds are nothing but a tax structure governed by the Life Act. So everything that we do, Tim, as you know very well, is in accordance to the Act. There's no reliance yeah. on any private tax rulings. Um, it enables clients to have access to a tax-controlled environment which encourages the medium to long-term savings. Yep. And what I mean by that, Tim, is that you know, we operate out of a maximum tax environment of 30%. You know, throughout today, we'd love to touch on, on how we have reduced that. You know, but for your listeners, if you could appreciate that at a personal level, the more you have, the more taxes you pay. In the world of the investment right. bond, it's control. The maximum you pay is 30%. And the important Again, thing with you, that, Felipe is um, the maximum is thirty percent, but that thirty percent is paid by Generation Life, isn't it? That that is that is absolutely right, Tim, and, and a really good point to explain the difference. So the the tax paid structure, so Generation Life pays the tax on behalf of, of our investors. What does it mean? You know, provided you don't make any withdrawals the pre the the tenth year anniversary of the investment bond. There is nothing that has to be declared to the ATO on an annual basis. Yep. Now, unlike if you have an exposure to, at times, the same funds that we have on our menu at a direct level, you will receive distributions from that fund. You will form part of your personal tax assessable income of, of that year. Where if you invest by the investment bond, that doesn't happen, right? It's reinvested internally inside the vehicle of the investment bond. And the tax is paid on behalf of the investors by Generation Life. Yeah, but but obviously out of their account. <laughs> out of their account. That's exactly no, that's that's a good point and important to to for make clarity there. Yeah. The options pay their their tax, so it comes out of the value of the unit. Yeah. Um, what you know our investors will see on a daily basis is a, a unit price minus the administration fee and minus the taxes that, that were paid. 
Um, it is 100% obviously, you know, from the perspective that we can control the tax, but the tax is still paid in accordance to, to the life yeah, act. Cool. Yeah, so really um, from the point of view of, you know, what is a bond, um, just a couple of points to go back over there, Felipe, is it's a 10, well, you're going to pay the 30% um, during that 10-year period. Um, yeah, get yeah. you to <laughs> colour in where it starts to reduce. But um, after 10 years, there effectively is no tax to pay in an investment bond. And this is the, the main reason why they're attractive. Um, you might have a tax saving mm -hmm. during the life of that 10 years if your own marginal tax rate is higher than 30. But I even if it's not, uh, a lot of people might invest into a bond to get to that 10-year mark and have a fully tax-free uh, investment. So I just wouldn't mind if you could yeah. just talk about those milestones yeah. about what happens in the 10 years and then what happens after the 10 years with the bond. All right, perfect. Now let, let's touch on, on that, Tim. And, and there's so much to, to the investment bonds, right? So we'll, we'll unpack a few of the, you know, and, and important to note as well is that the structure was previously known as insurance bonds. Yep. But there was quite a lot of, you know, misdemeanors and poor investments done to, to these structures by providers of, of the past. When we came in into this industry back in 2017, our sole focus was to ensure that you know, the structure became more tax effective with a greater investment menu to provide more options inside the, the investment menu and with more features, right? Now, that, that was key to us to ensure that at any point in time, um, the structure of the investment bond favor more clients than, than ever yep. before. Uh, when you think about the structure, so I mentioned, you know, it's a tax paid structure at a rate of 30% or less at any point in time. Let, let's compare that to, to superannuation. Right? Superannuation, during your accumulation phase, you pay a maximum of 15. Then a pension phase, you're paying 0%. Inside the world of investment bonds, you start with a maximum of 30%. You can make a withdrawal at any point in time. So very important point. Yep. There's liquidity at any point in time, not like superannuation where you have to wait until you hit preservation yep. age to start pulling money out. Yep. Inside investment bonds, you can have access to your funds at any point in time. Then there's this thing called the 10th year anniversary of an investment bond. Easiest to think about a line in the sand. There's a huge amount of benefits pre-10-year anniversary of that, that bond, post-10 years, it becomes even more tax-effective because you, know, you can have access to your capital plus earnings and nothing is declared as part of your personal tax assessable mm -hmm. income for that year. Still paid by the, that provider, in this case, obviously, Generation Life, and we work very hard to minimize the leakages, a lot of it to do with tax and some operational inefficiencies, which were present in the structure that it once was. So we reduce the amount of tax that's being paid. But once you make a withdrawal, after the 10th year, there's nothing to declare. You are receiving a tax paid return, which is a consumable return. And if I may, Tim, this is an area that we focus a lot at Generation Life, because this is the difference between investing via the investment bond structure versus investing directly. Yes. If you were to invest into a, a diversified passive option, for example, directly, you will receive the returns, you'll be paying tax at your own personal marginal tax rate. 
inside the, the investment bond structure, you've got the same exposure, you get the proceeds are being reinvested on your behalf. But then after 10 years, you may commence an income stream or you may decide that you want to do a large lump sum withdrawal and nothing is declared as part of your personal tax assessable for that year. In other words, there's no further top up tax that you need to pay as part of your earnings inside the investment bond structure. Perfect. And I think that hits the nail on the head as to what the the key advantages are of really... um, of looking at an investment bond strategy. Um, I wanted to, you know, our our series that we've been doing has been focused on uh, people planning for retirement. And I wanted uh, Felipe for us to talk about, Mm -hmm. um, you know, how this can play a role in that. Um, And and we believe that investment bonds can play a great role in, in this retirement plan. Earlier this year, our current yeah. government proposed changes to super that may introduce a tax on amounts above three million in super. Now, I don't know if that affects you, Felipe, but it doesn't affect me, and it doesn't affect a lot of Australians. It doesn't. It doesn't. But yeah. um, I think it did spark a concern that uh, once that door was open that governments might want to try and tax everyone's super at one stage, some stage in the future. Mm. So it seemed to spark a bit of additional interest in investment bonds, didn't it? It, it, it did, and I, and I explained why, Tim, because look, and, and to your question, right, one of the points why I sparked the interest in investment bond is that on the, so on the 28th of February this year, the current government announced that they were looking to introduce a new tax regime for amounts over $3 million in superannuation, which was quite controversial because it would consider unrealized capital gains position, right? So not just the income, not just the realized capital gains position, but also the unrealized, to which we've got nothing like it in the Australian tax system at this point in time. So this is completely new and I think caught a lot of people by by surprise. it goes further, right, to say that it will, there will be no indexation of that $3 million amount. Mm. So, you know, to your question, Tim, Philip, it doesn't impact you. No, look, at this point in time, I'm 39 years of age. It does not impact me. But the reality is, is that by the time I hit preservation age, if it's true that there will be no indexation of that $3 million, I think I read a a stat that said if you consider inflation at a rate of 2.5%, that $3 million equates to about $925,000 over 20 years. Wow. Now, I'm not there, right? Don't get me wrong, Tim. I'm not at $925,000. Um, but what it, what it has, I think, signaled to a large portion of, of the population is that the constant changes to superannuation are a reality yep. of government in and out because... You know, superannuation as a tax system that that it is, it is just a phenomenal vehicle. Um, It has done absolutely what it was designed to do, which is to accumulate wealth. Uh, But some perhaps made the most out of that 0% tax environment and amass more wealth than perhaps they they truly need in their retirement. Yeah, and And I think the governments of of the day all over the world really uh, are dealing with populations that have a lot more age in them and and they've got to Mm -hmm. support those populations so uh, the the funds have got to come from somewhere um 
Yeah, so Correct. I think um, no doubt what you described before with that the 10 years and then a tax-free income stream possibly uh, after that point, um, I think that started to interest a, a few people because uh, no doubt that they, they could feel maybe a tad more certain about that product than than where super Correct. might be going. Um, Correct. And, and, and to that point, Tim, now we at Generation Life are working really hard, I, I mentioned this earlier, to address leakages that were present and are at times present. And this is not to no fault of fund managers that invest directly. But the reality of fund managers is that they invest for a headline return. And this is because it's the only way that they can do it. They don't know the individual tax positions of everyone that's coming to the fund. We know. We know that we can start at 30%. And what we can do is that we can reduce the assessable component which provide us with a lower effective tax rate by each option. Once upon a time, you know, investment bonds only pay 30% tax. These days, you, know, you can have investment options that depending on circumstances may pay a range between you know, 10 to 15%. That's the range that we quote roughly on our tax yeah. optimized series, which we are the only ones in the industry doing so at this point in time. We're leading we're very proud of, of the fact that we are absolutely innovating the world of investment bonds via this tax optimized series. And because we have reduced the effective tax rate, we have increased the after tax return and we are in the prime position to cater for those, you know, what can be called excess funds or amounts over $3 million in superannuation that may need to find an alternative home going forward yep. because of this new tax regime. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> um, yeah. I also think, you know, we, we've had a few uh, clients this year in particular. Uh, I've spoken to a few people in their 40s who've got definite plans or a desire to start reducing their working hours in their mid-50s and yeah. or in their early 50s. And, and I think we're seeing more that uh, more people of that generation at least have a desire to do that. Um, under the current rules, we know that they they wouldn't be able to access their super prior to age sixty. So, hence we've been looking at options mm. like investment bonds, uh, as yeah. and other options um, as a vehicle that could suit their plans because it means they would, so long as they had the ten years w- within the bond. They then could have that income stream prior to sixty, uh, when they're in their fifties, and and be able to start drawing that income um, to support yeah. their reduced income from work. And that and that is a you know I personally believe that's a really good strategy, Tim. And that's something that I am at a personal level doing myself, right? So the investment bond that that I have will hopefully cater for and help me throughout my working life. And it may be, you know, for, and it may be to help me pay for the kids' school yeah. fees, right? But it will continue to accumulate with the view that I absolutely love what I do. But if I want to reduce my working hours, I've got that opportunity to bring, you know, supplementary income from my investment bond 
and delayed, you know, and, and obviously, you know, for, for the example that you use, you can't even access superannuation at that point in time. But like, you know, even if you are within preservation, you may delay access to superannuation by just utilizing the investment bond as your source of that supplementary income yeah. um, and allow for the proceeds to accumulate in super and respecting obviously you know, the tax effectiveness of that, that environment. But it's absolutely something that we see more and more um, of the strategies that, that we cover at Generation Life. And at times, you know, it's even tied into one of the key benefits of investment bonds, which is the fact that under the Bankruptcy Act, and the exact section is, Tim, for anyone <laughs> having problems falling asleep tonight, Section 1162D of the Bankruptcy Act, it protects proceeds of an investment bonds from creditors. Um, so let's just say that, you know, you may be in a profession that is subject to a 12-mile practice suit. Yep. Proceeds investment bonds cannot be approached or touched by, by creditors. Interesting. Right? So you have that you have that double efficiency of you know the fact that investment bonds are very tax effective, that they cater for that tax paid income after the 10 years, yep. and if applicable, you know, they may be protected from creditors as well. Yeah, like that. Um, I, that's a, a feature that I um, forgot about. Um, well, I think you touched on this earlier, Felipe, with, you know, I think we get a bit of this as well, where people, when we mention investment bonds, they do may immediately think government bonds and, and low rate of interest. I do want to touch on investment risk because just like super, uh, and, you know, what we're doing here is trying to compare the pros and cons of super against the pros and cons of an investment bonds. Um but you can choose your investment risk in a bond, just like you can in super. Um, people have different can, appetites yeah. for investment risk. Um, so, yeah, just run us through your thoughts on how people should approach that. You should approach. And look, good good opportunity for me, Tim, and, and you know how much at Generation Life we love financial advisors. We are unashamedly an organisation that is completely pro-financial advice in Australia because we know and understand the value that financial advisors can have on the wealth accumulation, preservation, and in the facilitation of income in, in retirement for, for clients. So we 100% would encourage all of your listeners to touch base with you, team, following this to understand you know, how they could have access to the investment bond yep. and the risk profile that suits their, their needs. What we like to, to provide at Generation Life is the choice. So currently, our investment menu has 66 investment options comprising every single asset class of very well-known fund managers, which have been appointed to run what we call mandate, which are very simple and straightforward options on the menu. Yep. Um, we have an investment committee with external members whose job is to, to appoint fund managers as well as to review their, their performance. Um, we provide you know, fact sheets, we provide information around those options, we educate via literature around the performance and historical and, and potential future performance of those investment options. Um, however, as we do not provide personal advice at Generation Life, um, <laughs> it is up to every single one of our investors with their financial advisors you know, to understand how the investment money can yeah best assist them on their goals. And I think the thing with it is uh, similar to super, generally a long-term approach 
is taken, um, and we, we of course, uh, would measure that in line with what you're trying to achieve with your money. But um, the point really is that yeah. you can choose your options there. So if you want to invest conservatively, you can. If you want to invest in a high growth manner, you can. That element is sep well, separate, but works in um, uh, in collaboration, I guess, with in, the tax in structure. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, and what we've seen work incredibly well, Tim, is to to use the world of investment bond as a complementary strategy, right? So it, it doesn't replace superannuation. It doesn't replace any other strategies that you know, some clients may have already have in place. Mm -hmm. It complements them yep. you know, to, to the benefits, maybe on the tax, maybe on the flexibility. It may be purely for the world of estate planning, right? That clients are utilizing the world of, of investment yes. bonds. But as you said, right, similar to the world of superannuation, the idea behind our investment menu is to provide access and, and choice, um, as well as the flexibility to, to switch at any point in time, because we recognize that you know, circumstances change um, and opportunities may present themselves yeah. throughout that, that medium to long-term profile of, of clients. Um, so we are cognizant of it, and you know, our job is to ensure that we appoint um, the leading the fund managers to the investment options that we have on the menu and that we are reviewing them to ensure that they are working towards the mandate and that the performance is there. Beautiful. Um, well, that's that's fantastic, uh, Felipe. I think mean, that's given us a great uh, summary on really how um, we've narrowed the focus on the pond, if you like, around uh, how it can be used in conjunction with super there's many other aspects to the bonds and we've we've discussed some of those in previous episodes but is there anything else that you'd like to leave our listeners with last thing that i'll, I'll leave your listeners with tim is the fact that look i, I mentioned that investment bonds have been around for a long time yeah. they, they've been around before superannuation right so they actually were the driving force of our industry up until 1992 when super guarantee was introduced and it just took the, the focus completely away from, from investment bonds. But I promise, Tim, it's the only thing that we're bringing back from, from the, the call of late 80s, <laughs> early 90s. That's it. We're stopping investment bonds. There's nothing else that, that we'll bring back. Um, but I encourage everyone that may have heard the term insurance bond in the past, or if you haven't heard the term investments or insurance bonds in the past, it is worth doing your research on, on how it can help you and how far the structure yeah, has evolved to provide you access to that tax-controlled environment in a way that you may not have thought possible. Fantastic. Couldn't agree more. Thanks, Felipe. It's been great having you on. Beautiful. Thank you, Tim. Thanks so much for having me. Join us on the Grass is Greener Facebook group where we can connect share and keep you up to speed with our latest episodes. Big thanks to Felipe for coming on for a chat. Did a great job of talking us through investment bonds and how we can use them there. Really great in other for other strategies as well and for other objectives. Um, we didn't touch on those in, in that episode, but certainly really good with with savings for any long-term objective and, and we use them in our business particularly with saving for kids 
uh, for example, and we've we've touched on that before. If you have a topic or question that you'd like us to discuss on an upcoming podcast, head on over to our website, tgigpodcast.com.au and leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. The information in this podcast is of a general nature and does not take into account your own financial objectives, circumstances and needs. You should consider your own personal situation and requirements before making any decision. If you have any concerns or questions, please contact me. That's the end of another show. Remember, the grass isn't greener on the other side. It's greener where you water it. See you later.